Welcome to the Yeah Girl Podcast, where we're tackling hard topics with women of the word. Girl podcast. I'm Sky and I'm Bree, and today we have a very special podcast for you guys. We're going to be doing a relationship Q and A, and we have some guests. We're not girls. Yeah, we're uh, we're male. Okay, um, they're men. And uh, my name's Keenan, and I'm Mariano. We uh, we're on the Yeah Bro podcast. Yeah. So Keenan and Mariano host the Yeah Bro podcast. So definitely go check them out if you don't already listen to them. But they're guest starring on our podcast today. And we're going to be asking them some relationship questions and us too from a guy and girl perspective. But it's nice to get a different gender perspective on some of these questions because me and Brie can only give you so much, you know. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited to have you guys here. And we're going to be asking some questions to you guys about relationships. Are you guys ready? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Okay, well, we're starting off with some doozies, I'm not going to lie. We have two <laughs> very similar questions. So the first one is, how should I deal with men who say they're Christian but try to find loopholes for, for purity slash sex before marriage? Mm. This reminds me of, like, I don't know, there's this, like, term that, like, Mormons use. <laughs> it's called uh, soaking. And... Uh, it's <laughs> I'm just going to, well, because you said loopholes, and this is the first thing that I thought about. It's it's really bad. So, like, I, we're going to be talking about don't sex and things up. like that. <laughs> yeah, don't look anything up, right? Um, especially if you fall under these categories. But Actually, to be honest, you should just explain it now. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just going to say, we're talking about sex, so just, like, if you can't handle that or whatever, you got, like, lust issues, just click off. And you know, or fast, fast forward, forward through this part. Yeah, this won't all don't be click about off. Sex. It won't no. all be about sex. Don't Just, get them all of our podcast. Well, we <laughs> will. We will like say if it's like gonna be graphic or whatever. But anyway, it's just literally you just lay together and you're one. You don't move. You, you know your genitals. Yeah, but you your uh, genitals are interacting, but you don't move. Yep. And that's like literally what. And Mormons, they don't think it's sex. Nope, they don't think the, it's sex yeah. because you're not moving. So that's a loophole. That's a loophole, but that's still sex. And I think, Mariana, you said something, what was it, in our podcast uh, that you said, oh, if it's sexual by nature, it's sex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that... <laughs> if you're doing sexual acts, it's got yeah. the word sex in it. You're, yeah. You're having sex in some sort. <laughs> right, right. And so what I would say is, like, if you're trying to find loopholes to do stuff, um, well, it depends if you're dating someone, uh, then you need to be setting boundaries with them because guarantee you didn't write this because you're not feeling convicted. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to be setting very clear boundaries with the significant other, or the person you're talking to. And first of all, if you're just talking to a person and you're doing stuff, abort immediately, <laughs> just abort. It's, that's not it. Um, that's not the kind of person that you want to date if they're putting, um, what they want above what God wants in from the get go. Right. It's like one thing if like you're, I don't know, one year in and you're like, wow, I want to get married kind of thing. And you're like, you're struggling, but you're not actually giving in. That's very different than somebody who's like, doesn't have God's best interest in mind. Yeah, that was, that was good. I, um, first I was just going to look at a few ways that you worded the question. You know who you are. If you're listening, you said, how should I deal with men who say they're Christian but try to find loopholes for purity slash sex before marriage. So right off the bat, 
I'm looking at your words and you're like, who say they're Christian. So if you're talking to someone and you're like, who, who you're like, are they a Christian? Or you're questioning that fact. Sorry. I'm really cold in here and there's a, <laughs> whole, there's a whole jacket on me and uh, the hood covered my face a little bit. So if they put <laughs> dealing with men who say they're Christian, mm. I want to mm. just talk to you because I feel like you already know the answer that you just shouldn't mess with them like you shouldn't be talking to them you shouldn't be in a relationship with them um or even thinking about having a relationship with them yeah but as for the loopholes um for purity and sex before marriage there aren't loopholes you you were supposed to not have sex before marriage and like keenan said that includes sexual acts it is sex if it is a sexual act um i think that sometimes i talked about uh with students the other day that we want to get as close to the line as we can on so many different topics such as sin but the reality is you should move the line further away from the sin line like you should have a boundary line that's not even near the sin line because Mm -hmm. if you're standing right by the sin line you're going to sin like you're Mm going to fall over you're going to trip over it and so when you're dealing with someone uh the first instance if you don't know they're a christian you're not the judge of their salvation, but the Bible says that out of the overflow of your heart, the mouth speaks. So if they never talk about Jesus, then I would question if that's someone that I want to date, that I'm going to be in a serious relationship with. Um, and then if they're talking about Jesus and then saying, oh, well, let's uh, have sex or let's uh, try to push this boundary in your relationship, then they need to they need to grow. Right. Um, and so dealing with them is is probably either walking away from it or you need to have a very serious conversation about boundaries, set the boundaries. And if they don't respect your boundaries, then you say, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that actually goes along with part two of this question. So we had two very similar, similar questions. Um, so this one is, what do I do if my boyfriend isn't following the physical boundaries I set? I don't want to break up with him. I love him, but we need to honor God. I feel like that kind of goes with what you were just saying. Yeah. Um, so I would say, because I've had this done to me, uh, you have to have a very serious conversation with them. Be like, hey, you're supposed to be the spiritual leader of this relationship. And if we are like, like you said, you love him, uh, but you know that you need to honor God, right? And like, you're dating him for a reason. And if you're dating him, you should be dating him to see if he's fit for marriage. And so within that, he's called to be a spiritual leader. Like, biblically, that is what he's supposed to be. Um, I know some people will try and argue that, but it's pretty clear what Paul lays out for headship. Um, so if you're having those issues, you need to have, like, a serious talk and set boundaries for yourself, not on him, but for yourself and say, like, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. And if you don't start, like, honoring God within our relationship, then I am not going to put some consequence with it because if somebody crosses over a boundary, right? So if you have like a yard, right? And then you have like a fence and someone like crosses over that like big fence, like there's a consequence. Usually it's like, Hey, get out of my yard or whatever, you know, and they get attacked by a dog or yeah, they get attacked by a dog. (laughs) That was just what came to my head. (laughs) So like, yeah, just go bite your boyfriend. Um, (laughs) Don't do that. Don't um, do that. Um, Just kidding. Uh, But (laughs) Yeah. You need to set boundaries on yourself, and then if they cross those boundaries, there do need to be consequences because then they don't understand. They will then understand that 
it's something they shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think you need to think about the details a little bit. So what do I do if my boyfriend isn't following the physical boundaries I set? So are you saying, hey, we're not going to have sex? And then that is that your boundary line? Mm-hmm. Because that's very, that is true. That's a good thing to say. But <laughs> are you doing anything to actually stop that? So right. I think sometimes we have conversations with our significant other. And we're like, hey, I want to set this boundary. Or this is something I'm not okay with. There's something that is sinful that we shouldn't do. But then you don't actually implement a system to stop that so if you're having sex with your boyfriend and you guys want to honor god and you don't want to break up with him then why are you still going to his house alone at night and so that's what i mean that you need to actually think hey how are we slipping uh how is this happening and if you truly do love each other you're going to be willing to say hey we need to stop this now we need to set this boundary. I want to honor you. I most importantly want to honor God. And so we're going to not go to each other's house alone anymore. Or we're going to not hang out after 11 o'clock at night. Um, you need to think systematically about how you are going to prevent it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times we say we want to stop things. And I'm not saying this is you. Uh, but sometimes we say we want to stop things and we're not really doing anything to stop it. Mm-hmm. that's good yeah definitely those are really good and i think i've had especially in life group and everything like that those questions are very common mm-hmm. but also it's good to hear it from a male perspective because it's easy for a girl to say like oh you need to lay down the law and that kind of stuff but i think hearing it from like a male to like no it's okay to set those boundaries even mm-hmm. as a girl in a relationship that's really important yeah, yeah. i want to oh go ahead. Oh, i want to say too like kind of going off of what you said earlier mariana like not setting it at the sin line mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna get real real quick but like something where like I had to like really take in because um, Skylar was feeling convicted one way because for reference Skylar and I are engaged um, and she <laughs> <laughs> she from a very like early stage of our relationship was like I feel convicted that our boundary needs to be no making out and like that's where we said it and I had a really hard time with that because I was like well I'll just I can do it I can do it you know I'll just like and I set the the line closer to sin and that doesn't work just like firsthand so like you have to be as a guy know your triggers and like know what gets you going you know like once you want to be emotionally connected to a girl so like also for the girls know what triggers your guys and so like like mariana was saying yeah. set the boundaries where you know like hey that would actually trigger my boyfriend to like want to engage in sexual stuff so yeah and can i also say um just to the girl listeners i think that you you may have this mindset where you're like i am scared to approach that or if i say this to him he's going to leave me or something like that and if he if you say that to him and he's gonna leave you, then I will happily say goodbye to him for you. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> because like that he Perfect. can go. I will tell you as a uh, Christian man, when like in a relationship when my significant other, if she were to tell me something or like set a boundary, yes, it could be hard or challenging, but then at the same time I will respect it because I'm like, wow, she actually like this, she's tr- allowing God to lead her and trusting and wanting to honor him. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately, it usually 
will convict me um, and then I will respect that. And I, I know Keenan could say the same thing. Yeah, yeah that's good. Mm, those are some good questions. Um, so I kept this. This is a good question because I know both of you just from your past and stuff like that. This question will apply to both of you and your past relationships and everything like that. So this question is, how can you give someone a fair chance when you've had trust issues from your past? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first? Sure. All right. Um, man, there's a lot to unpack with this, but you have to, you got to realize the person that you are, um, dating and you're in a relationship with is not anyone from your past. Yeah. And looking at them and realizing this is a new person. And so with that, there's, I could break that down, but I, I wanted to break down the other side. Um, you need to acknowledge that you have a past and that that may affect the way you think. And so almost to turn that question around on you um, is to is to not get caught up with that person um, in their past, but instead think about how your past is affecting you and be like, okay, well, my past relationship, this person, any time that um, I got upset, they had no emotion. And so now I'm really bad at showing emotion because I think that you don't care. Well, you have to realize that's something you learned from your past relationship, but the person you're dating, it doesn't mean that they're like that. Yeah. And so you need to be able to acknowledge what has gone on in your past that has affected you. And at the same time, if it's love, as the Bible talks about it, you can't hold any record of wrongs for their past mm -hmm. um, that they have. Um, yeah. I'd just echo that. And I would say that know within yourself what has caused the, like, the hurt and the pain and like what is causing you to like overthink because dude Scott can tell you I'm an absolute like horrible overthinker when horrible. it comes to just like <laughs> <laughs> just like stuff like this because of I would say too like not only just things that have happened to me from other people but what I've done to other people as well and um, it's something that you really have to work on yourself first and be like okay first of all yes somebody you shouldn't just like trust somebody with everything from the beginning I think that's unwise um, but I think that you should as someone is like proving this yeah. trust to you to be actually taking all of that proof in and not fighting it with like your fears because I did that for a while where I was like I, w I told Skylar all my fears and she's like okay and then she would like adhere to everything and then it'd be like months and months and months and by the time it was like almost a year and then she's like dude hey like <laughs> look i've like proven like myself to you i think it's it's fair for you to like relax now and i was like okay well, that has to do with trust too that exactly was i didn't have yeah, yeah i didn't have trust because i was you know i didn't trust myself for my past and i didn't trust other people and like but that wasn't having anything to do with skylar at all mm -hmm. that was those were completely separate scenarios and different relationships and completely different people. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, one of the things about like in first Corinthians 13 that says that love is, is um, you're always looking for the good mm -hmm. and trust. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think kind of add on to that of like with trust issues, if you know you have bad trust issues before going into a relationship or even pursuing that, like pray and examine yourself and see if that's really the direction God wants you to go in because it's not just going to hurt you, but it's going to hurt the other person too. And it may not go in the direction that God wants it to go in because you're still in so much pain and you have healing that needs to be done and your community can help you with that. And Jesus is ultimately going to be the one to heal you from that. But um, yeah, I, gosh, I love what you guys had to say. So yeah. our next question, which I think is so funny because Keenan and Skylar engaged and then Mariano's engaged. So our next question is how long should someone be engaged? I know you guys have different <laughs> perspectives. You're, really, really awesome. You're both so different. <laughs> um, okay. So this question, it depends on your relationship, I think. Um, but it also, it just depends on your situation. So I'm going to say a few things, but that's not. So, okay, for instance, if you're struggling with a <laughs> sexual temptation that you can't overcome, um, get married fast. That is not the situation I'm in. That's not why I'm getting engaged <laughs> really fast. I are getting married really fast. We just, I, I was in a position, uh, financially and her as a Trinity, as a person, she had ideas for a wedding, but it wasn't an extensive like planning and it worked out. We found a date in the summer and we made it happen. So we're doing a like four month, five month, I don't know, five month engagement, I think five to six, something like that. Four, yeah, four, five, six, whatever. <laughs> and so it's, it, we're not doing a long one. And so what I will tell you from my experience, and Keenan's going to tell you different, and it, it's actually good. We have two different perspectives mm -hmm. yeah, from true. my experience. When you're, uh, when you get engaged, it just heightens things. You're looking at someone that, man, you made the decision to you're going to marry them. And so um, everything's just increased. Like you're ready to be married. Like you're going you're gonna to wait. So I view it as like if you can get everything planned and, and you have the finance financial capability to do it, um, you guys have the time and you can plan it ahead, then do it as soon as you can. But there's no perfect time. Soon for me was four months, but soon for someone else could be a year. And so – the main thing that I just challenge you is if you're someone that, like I said in the beginning, if you guys are in love, you are engaged, or you're going to be engaged, um, and there is a sexual issue, and you guys are just falling into sin, then I think, biblically speaking, you should just get married. If you guys can't set that boundary, and if you can't prevent it, then the good thing to do is get married as soon as you can. That's Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty good i would say like um same thing if you're having sex just get married dude if you're like already planning on it you know and you're like should we engage just you're already basically living like you're married mm -hmm. so you might as well just actually make it yeah legally. that's the big <laughs> thing that i would say is like if you're basically already that's something that our old youth pastor Bryson used to say is there's no point of getting engaged and acting like you're married and then just not being married. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're already basically living together, staying in each other's house, having sex, like doing all those things, then like what is the difference between like putting on a wedding gown and walking down the aisle? Just get married. Yeah. yeah. You know? And that was like 
I like because that was not like my past, and so like I had like a completely different like view on the engagement process and things like that. And like it isn't, it is a definite different period of time, and like it's a weird in between stage that you go through because there's a lot of things that are different. But it's like I don't feel like I'm married because I mean we don't fall into the last category, but like I also don't feel like I'm dating either, and so like. <laughs> true <laughs> but that does if you can take on the responsibility financially and so like time wise and relationship wise like if you're capable of like moving past the issues that you have or whatever it may be like if you can afford it and you have the time to do it mm -hmm. um then that's something that you need to talk to your fiance about or your soon-to-be fiance i guess yeah um that's that is a complete case-by-case -case basis um, but presuming you're not in sexual sin, if you're a girl, and this is something that, like I had to learn because I actually wanted to be like Mariano and like just get things going. You know, I did not care about like but a wedding. Keenan had no money. Yes, so he forgets I did have no money. <laughs> yes, I have money now, thankfully. Yes. Um, <laughs> but that was part of it was that I didn't have money to support this financially. But then also um, for Skylar, she likes a a smooth transition and something that like happens over time and what I would say is like if you're a girl who changes hard um, I would say don't make sure like you set your sights on that and be like hey this is something I've always wanted and if your future husband like really loves you he, he probably like I compromise with Skylar a little bit um, down to like we're doing like a year basically or it's 11 months um, it was actually technically like 10 months and 29 days, but oh. okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the specificity. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but I was like, okay, fine. Like I can, I can deal with 11, oh sorry, 10 months and 29 <laughs> days for a lifetime with her. And so I was like, that was something where like, that is an act of love is like being patient honestly if you're a guy that is being patient and that's okay to like admit that mm -hmm. um but you're showing like i'm showing skylar love by doing that and so but if you're in the case where like you both don't care that much about all that kind of stuff just do it so what doesn't matter yeah i think it's just it's completely unique to the couple yep. like it, and it also depends on your experiences so if you have a lot of experience planning events or like for me i don't get high stress like i i when everything's going like i'm just like all right let's do it yep. and mm -hmm. so as we're like we're moving fast like i have like a, i mean it's coming quick like 45 days and i think my reaction is just to okay it's coming like let's think it through let's go <laughs> that's because you're the dude yeah, well she <laughs> is too that's uh, and so it's yeah. like every every relationship's unique so mm -hmm. like she's like trust that some of like planning together and it's just like okay time yep. just comes coming she's so everything's sure. unique is what I for sure think. yeah yeah all the worst time that's good so we've got a bit of a situation for you guys oh, no. it's very specific mm -hmm. uh -oh. so this girl mm. says i have a guy who is often flirtatious Ooh. with me and i'm in a relationship <laughs> this guy definitely knows that i'm dating someone else oh. but that doesn't seem to stop him from trying to flirt with me oh, no. My boyfriend isn't super bothered by it because he knows that I'm loyal to him. Yet, he doesn't seem to think he needs to intervene. At what point should I address it? Should my boyfriend be the one to do it? 
what should I do? Hmm, that's spicy. <laughs> you want to go I first? Like um, yeah, and add in whenever you want. I got uh, you. Because this is complex. I got some opinions. So, this guy's flirtation with you and knows that you're in a relationship. Um, well, what I would say is if this is happening in like obviously like a public place and your boyfriend's present, then how I would handle the situation, first of all, I would, if I were your boyfriend, it seems like he might be avoiding conflict um, as a means of like just trying to say, oh, everything's okay, everything's okay. And like he may be like secure about it, but he, it sounds like he's trying to avoid it more than anything. Um, but if it's something that makes you feel uncomfortable, then I would say either have a conversation with your boyfriend, say like, hey, I really do want you to handle this. This is making me uncomfortable. Um, if you don't want to handle the conflict since it's happening to me, then I will tell him, hey, I have a boyfriend. I want you to stop flirting with me, please. And just tell him straight up and just be mm-hmm. like, I know it's scary because girls, girls don't be- like to do that. Girls don't like to do that. <laughs> I do. Some girls don't like <laughs> okay, to do that. Okay, Bree likes to do that. I'll do it for yeah. uh, Skyler doesn't honest, like, like to do that. I'll be honest. Like, yeah. I don't care if you don't like to do it. Like, I do, but so if if there's someone that is, like, in this instance, just says he's flirtatious with me, with me and he knows you're in a relationship, I don't know what you mean by flirting with you. Like, is he um, Snapchatting you, then shouldn't have him add it, unadd him, yeah. block mm-hmm. him. Is he texting you, or is he doing this in public? And so my thing is, like, if this is going on, like, the whole, like, you're if your boyfriend's like, well, oh, I know you're loyal to me, he should be bothered by it. I think it's natural. I'm not saying he needs to go crazy and want to fight somebody. That's not how you act. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. But he shouldn't He shouldn't want another man to um, kind of be flirting with you. I think that's a natural thing. He, yep. he, you guys are in a relationship. But as if I was in this position, I'm letting you know I, I wouldn't like it. But I would ask Trinity, I would say if he's walking up to you and I'm not around or if I, she, if he texted you or snapped, I'd say you should block him and not talk to him. Yep. But if he's doing this when I'm not around, then I would say, hey, you need to clearly say to him and stand, and stand up to yourself and just say, hey, I have a fiance or I have a boyfriend and I don't want to continue this. And a guy is usually, I'll be honest, most guys when they get confronted are cowards. Like yeah. they usually like are little <laughs> dogs that kind of like drop their head down. Yep. And I'm not saying, it's just the truth. Like when they're, they are very confident on doing things like that, but if they're confronted, they, they back down. Especially um, when they know that it's wrong, and especially when they know it's wrong by a girl. When they're like, yeah. I don't know, because I feel like... It. Yeah, they don't like yeah. being told that. Yeah, there was one <laughs> yeah. time that Brie confronted me one time. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> I you were going to bring that up. Whoa. Whoa. But it, was, it wasn't anything Whoa. about that. It was just about, yeah, I was... Uh, was more angry person back in the day. Um, <laughs> I remember that. And, I uh, a lot going on that year. Yeah, yeah that was, was right that after was, COVID. Yeah, 2021. We call that Keenan's angry year, angry era. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I had way too much testosterone in my body. Did not know what to do with <laughs> it. Right. But um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I would say if you're the girl, just say like, just say what Mariana said. Like, I don't like this at mm-hmm. all, um, and I feel like it's disrespectful. 
And if you do it again, then I'm going to have my boyfriend talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Or if if you tell them and they don't, like, they might cower up, but then they, like, might slide in on the Discord DM or, like, yep. Instagram or whatever it is. Like, they're, like, and they still continue it. That's when I would be, like, I would hope that my girlfriend would tell me again. So I'd hope you tell your boyfriend again that you're, yep. not, com- you're not comfortable with it. And that's when I would say your your boyfriend should have a talk with that person. Right. Yeah, yeah if it happened again, that's he cross a boundary. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. If there's any guy doing that to you, if you're single, like either way, single or in a relationship, and he's making you that uncomfortable, mm. then you can speak up about it. Mm. You're yeah. allowed to, especially nowadays. I feel like a lot of girls are made uncomfortable by a lot of guys. And yeah. especially some creepy old men in churches who just want to <laughs> hug every Sunday. Yeah, like, yeah. it is absolutely okay Women to speak up speak. about it. It's stupid. Mm. Bro, I will fight you right now. <laughs> I will fight context. you. Context. <laughs> Use it out of context, though. Oh my gosh. Um, I think. You can't stand up for yourself. Saying, so they can't like oh my say gosh. no to a hug. You're lying. Okay, I anyway, okay, let's get back to the question. What <laughs> I'm saying is <laughs> you can speak up about it. And in a relationship, just like the guys are saying, you can say, hey, this is making me uncomfortable. I have a boyfriend. I would really like like it if you would stop. Like, please yeah. respect yeah. this boundary I'm trying to place. I literally just got done talking to a friend earlier today because she was asking me how to handle mm. a situation very similar to this, but she's single. Hmm. So... Yeah, yeah. But I think it's kind of interesting that okay, I kind of understand though because I th- I think I'm looking more at you and your boyfriend in this instance. I think it's interesting that it's making you this uncomfortable and he doesn't care. That's what I was Whatever thinking. Whatever makes yeah. you super mm. uncomfortable, he should actually care about. Mm-hmm. Which I will prote- say, protective. I'm one. I'm not territorial at all. Like with like like Keenan has had like people try to flirt with him and everything like that. I don't care. <laughs> I'm more just like he'll handle it kind of thing. I've never been like oh my gosh. Um, I'm That's, just not that kind of person. But yeah. even then, if he was like, this person's making me very uncomfortable, like, I don't know what to do about it, that kind of thing, I would then take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's because I know that he can handle it that I don't. You know like, that I'm super, confrontational. Yeah, I know that yeah. he'll handle he'll it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about that. But if it's making you this uncomfortable, I'm very surprised that he's so laid back about it. Mm-hmm. That's the last yeah. thing I'll say. So yeah. I would say talk to your boyfriend about Have it Have a conversation first. with him. Yeah. Yeah. And say, yeah. hey. I think that's a big thing. Because at this point, it's like it's already happened. And so yep. you're already past the steps that I said, like I, whether you've talked to him or not. Yeah. So at this point, I think it's like, hey, have a conversation with your boyfriend and say, hey, this is not okay, and I would like you to talk to him. Yeah, you said often flirtatious. Yeah. So that means it's happening a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if it's happening a lot, uh, yeah. It yeah, and if, be. if this is one of your boyfriend's buddies, I know that's not oh, clear that's behind this, <laughs> but I mean, he, then he needs to talk to him. If it's yeah. his buddy, then your boyfriend needs to talk 100%. to him. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it's on it's on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next question, this one also is very... It's kind of connected. Yes. Um. Well, we have two. So the next one is, why do you guys cheat? How should cheating be handled outside of marriage and inside of marriage? What should a guy do if he feels the urge to cheat? This is very interesting because this is very, I would say, um, a difficult one to answer because no one will be happy with any answers that you can give about this. But I think it's a good one to talk about. What was the second question? Um, what should a guy do if he feels the urge to cheat? Oh, okay, so I see. Okay. You got something I gotta think for a second. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's a hard one. Okay. 
I just was trying to say it not sharply, so I just want oh, to okay. Why <laughs> do you guys see? Warm up yeah. to it. Um, <laughs> I, we kind of talked about this also in another episode, but yeah. I would say that there's probably a couple reasons. I would say the first and foremost is that guys have um, no self, some guys, not all, but like the guys that are more wanting to cheat and will cheat, uh, they don't have self-control when it comes to their like the sexual aspect of their life um so that means like they're watching porn all that kind of stuff um and the other part is maybe they're i don't know in a relationship and say you're married right and i don't know the guy's not being taken care of emotionally like his needs aren't being met he might want to look outside of the marriage for that or relationship and things like that but also that's also on him to communicate all that kind of stuff as well um i think it would be really hard for people who get married just to like if someone didn't like someone communicated hey i need all these needs met and like did it very well then i i wouldn't see how that'd be a problem but um outside of marriage uh, in every single case just break up with them I'll be honest, it's not worth your time. Mm-mm-mm. It's really not <laughs> worth your time. You're causing yourself so much hurt. And we talked about those trust issues earlier. Great, you're going to have them for the rest of your relationship yeah, and then into your possible marriage. And guess what? If he's going to cheat, most likely, while dating, probably going to cheat again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes for both guys and girls as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just straight up leave. Uh, there's There's nothing else I can say. But within marriage... Um, I think this gets a little bit more, I think it's more of a case-by-case basis because you do have, when Jesus talked about divorce, in two, only in one case, uh, in Matthew, he gives an exception, whoever divorces his wife, except on the grounds of sexual immorality, makes her an adulteress, Um, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. So this is the one case out of all the Gospels where Jesus said, like, unless it's sexual immorality is wrong. Um, but on the others, sexual immorality is not included. But I would also take that as, like, it is included in one of the Gospels. But I would also say, if it's a case-by-case basis, right? So, like, um, say you're dating or married to an unbeliever, right? And they cheat on you and all that. Then, like, I, I don't know. That would be something that you really need to pray about. I'll be honest. Um, and if we're supposed to, like... I was just reading in Jeremiah 3 today and how, like, God considered Israel um, a prostitute multiple times. We just call him a prostitute. And it's like, we're also that to God. And if we're, like, if our spouse is wanting to repent and is repenting and wants to seek reconciliation um, and you are a Christian and they are a Christian. And I'll also say, like, porn is also cheating. Um Getting really close to a coworker and you know forming emotional relationships is mm-hmm. also cheating. Um, anything where you're replacing the um, what your spouse does for you or your significant other does for you with someone or something else, mm-hmm. um, that is cheating. And so, I would just say, like, if you're in a marriage, you need to pray about whether like this is something that God really wants you to do and listen carefully. Don't just go off of your feelings. Oh, I think I feel, no, no, no. get confirmation that this is what you're supposed to do, whatever it may yeah. be. 
because um, maybe it is someone who says they're a believer and they're really not, and they've been, you know, it's about bamboozling. Their heart posture too, right? Because mm-hmm. there can be forgiveness, and there w- I've seen a lot of marriages, like healthy, like Christian marriages now, where there was a time in the marriage yeah. where there was a case of someone cheating, and it took a lot of like therapy, and it took a lot of getting over. But at the end of the day, it did work out. But I've also seen people free from um, sexual abuse, sexual immorality, free from a marriage that had that. So it really just depends on what you know, God is calling you to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, um, so I know this is a question to the guys, but I'm just going to answer is why do you guys and girls cheat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's an issue uh, with their view of the other um, sex, of how, what you, how you view females or how you view um, guys. And so I, I guess I'll talk for guys. I think that due to different things like pornography, like Keenan mentioned, uh, a lot of you guys view women as objects, and we hit on this in another podcast episode, but I think that whether you're in a relationship, um, we're talking, for instance, cheating in a relationship, they may, you need to think about how are they viewing you? Are they viewing you like God views you? Because we know that we're created in the image of God, that you're created, uh, um, your amazing work that God has created, that you're valued, that you're loved. And so if they're viewing women, if they, if they just see the physical attraction, um, or if they have a pornography problem, if they have a lust problem, then uh, the reason why they may cheat is because they do not value you the way they mm-hmm. are supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they just don't value women in general as they're supposed to. Do they treat you like really well but then have a terrible view of all other women? Mm-hmm. Then that's not, that's not a good sign for you. Um, that's good. So... Often, I think that guys cheat. I think people cheat in general because they don't value uh, mankind. They don't value how God created us individually. Yep. And so there's just this way of viewing women or viewing men for girls that you just see them as just, man, that's just meat. It's just an attraction. It's just they're not they're not much else. But I, so my, my girlfriend that I'm dating right now, she's good and care about her and I lust her. But. I see the next girl and I'm lusting her too. And so cheating with your eyes or cheating with sex, it's it's an issue with how you view the person. I'd add convenience culture to that too. It's like whatever's convenient to you. And um, also like I know that – so I'm, I've been reading this like book and I'm starting to like understand more that like girls like to be like valued mm-hmm. by like a man um, and they find they're like – they get good emotions from that and so like if you're a girl um to be like aware like of like am i just trying to like get guys like affirmation um to like say like oh wow like you're really hot or like oh you're really good kind of thing like that and it's like you shouldn't be seeking that from if you're married should not be seeking that from anyone else outside of your spouse um and if you're dating you shouldn't be seeking that from anyone but God, unless like, mm-hmm. you know, say like, oh, like Skylar, you look cute today. And like, that's different, right? But it's not like, it's very different. Um, and then for guys, what Mariana said, for sure. Yeah, that's good. I think that's all the time we have today for questions. I'm really sad. I really liked doing this. Mm-hmm. This was really good. It's really nice to get a guy's perspective of things, um, especially with really hard topics like this, because I could answer these questions similarly, but maybe not the exact same way, depending yeah. on um, where we're looking. So 
this was really fun, and we might have you guys back depending on how well this does. We'll decide <laughs> later. Wow, thank um, you. Oh, so <laughs> sweet. You guys are so welcome. So kind. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you guys want to find us on Instagram, we are at Podcast, and if you click the link in our bio, you can add more Q&A questions um, that me and Brie will be able to answer on our podcast, and maybe one day we will have another Q&A. Um, with the guys or with other people we don't really know yet we're kind of trying this out for the first time but we definitely enjoyed it and we hope you guys did too Mm -hmm. please let us know um, by giving us a rating how much you enjoyed this and we would love to see you on the next podcast see you on our instagram whatever you guys can do we'd like to see you there so thank you guys so much for (laughs) listening (laughs) we hope this blesses you yes peace all right bye bye peace Peace.